What's up, guys? Welcome to another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 294 this weekend. Makachev versus Volkanovski, number two in the main event. Chemayev versus Usman in the co-main event. It is one of the better fights, uh, uh, one of the better slates of the entire year, I should say, though it is quite a difficult one from a DraftKings perspective. I'm here to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like this week on DraftKings. Before I do... Please make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and why don't you let me know, give me your, let's see, give me your favorite underdog. We'll, we'll exclude Volkanovski from this conversation. It is incredibly difficult to come away with underdog winners this week, so if you have a stance on an underdog, uh, it could definitely separate you from the field. We also have a promotion running on dailyfanmma.com. It is... 25% off the rest of the year. I think there's seven cards left. UFC 294, UFC 295, that's John Jones. UFC 296, Covington Edwards in the main event. Seven cards left. Let's end this year strong. You can find the link to that promotion on my Twitter account, at Brett Appley, double T, double P. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into my cash game play of the week. It is going to be Islam Makachev at 8.7K. Makachev is minus 260 to win in this rematch. I do, look, I think Volkanovski is one of the best pound-for-pound -pound fighters in the sport. I thought the first fight was incredibly competitive. I have all the respect in the world for him. Makachev's still a moderately sized favorite in this fight. Volkanovski's coming in on short notice. And Makachev um, is still the superior wrestler. He's still the bigger guy. He landed four takedowns in the first fight. Volkanovski fought so well. He defended takedown so well. He still gave up multiple rounds due to grappling. Um, he, you know, he he knocked Makachev down. I think there's a chance that Makachev looks better in this rematch than he did the first time. And from a cash game perspective, at 8.7K, it's really hard to pass up. The only five-round fight on this slate, especially when that fighter Makachev has... Uh, elite grappling upside as well. He scored 94 points in the win. His other wins have scored 120, 107, 101, 117, 100. I mean, you know, in tournaments, perhaps you can look to pivot a different direction. You can look to use the underdog. But in cash games, I think you need exposure to this main event, specifically on the Makachev side. Good value at 8.7K, wrestling equity, solid price tag, my cash game play of the week. All right, moving on to tournaments. You, you could go so many different directions here. I'm going to give out Nathaniel Wood at 9K, who I think is a really interesting tournament option, mostly because he's not really a prolific finisher. He doesn't rate out super well in this fight. He's plus 185 to win inside the distance. You know, he's only topped 100 points in, in one of his last three, six matchups. So I don't, I don't think he's going to be extremely popular. And he's also not necessarily... The priority, priced right above Chemayev, priced above Makachev. Um, he's expensive, so I, I'm hoping that keeps his ownership relatively low. What I really like about Wood this week is the pace of the fight, which he always fights at a high pace. Uh, he throws strikes at a very high rate. Let me pull up his numbers real quick. He lands 6.24 significant strikes per minute. That, that, that's a really high rate. He also lands 1.7 takedowns per 15 minutes. And he's fighting an opponent in Muhammad Naimov, who won his UFC debut against Jamie Malarkey by knockout in the second round. Um, but doesn't really project that well as a prospect, was losing that fight before he won by knockout. And 
The more concerning aspect is that he was taken down a few times in a round and a half. And on the contender series, he was taken down a few times. And and when he got taken down, he was just like immediately mounted. And he lost that contender series fight to Colin Anglin in, in 2020. I'm really skeptical of Naimov's ground game. And so I think the the upside here is the pace of the matchup. It should give Wood a relatively high floor. Wood does wrestle at times. He landed five takedowns against Charles Jordan. And now he's facing an opponent who's probably a you know, considerable step down in competition, especially from Andre Feely, one where he might have wrestling equity, and maybe he even has sneaky finishing equity on the ground. He has a handful of submission wins in the UFC. He's only plus 185 to win inside the distance here, but I like the combination of pace, wrestling equity, and ownership on wood. There are so many good DraftKings targets this week, so you should definitely spread out your exposure. But at 9K, I think Wood is a pretty intriguing tournament target. Next up, my salary play of the week. Again, this is so difficult because we have so many heavy underdogs. Um, we, we may get a loser on the optimal lineup, to be quite honest, and I will be spreading out my exposure. One fighter who I would like to mention is Mike Breeden at 6.9K. And this is a matchup that I'll be pretty heavy, heavy on. I like Anshul Jubilee as well. Breeden is not very good. He is 0-3 in the UFC. He's been knocked out in round one twice, just decimated by Terrence McKinney, decimated by Alexander Hernandez. He gave up 100 strikes and nine takedowns to Natan Levy. Um, So, I mean, he's just not that good. But the thing is, that level of competition is like so, so much better than anything jubilee has faced ever in his entire career jubilee won you know his his ufc debut against jacasar agui by tko but prior to that you know he gave up 100 strikes and four takedowns on the road to the ufc against kiang pyo kim 2022 split decision i i i just i think this is Probably the best fighter that Jubilee's ever faced. Yeah, Jubilee might knock him out quickly because Breeden has a questionable chin. He Jubilee probably does land takedowns here, which is why ultimately I do like this fight as a whole. But, you know, Breeden in that Levy loss, the one fight he his chin survived, he landed 100 strikes and three takedowns himself. He's a tough guy. He's got good cardio. He can wrestle. And I think he has a chance to make this fight pretty competitive. I'm just, I don't know that the line should be as wide as it is with Jubilee a minus uh, 267 favorite. Um, So again, Breeden is very cheap, 6.9K. I don't think he's going to be super popular. There's a, a, a chance that there's a loser on the optimal lineup. So if you save salary and you get a loser who scores 40 points, that, that may not be too terrible on this particular slate. He scored 62 points in a loss against Natan Levy. This is, Jubilee's definitely a step down in competition for him. And I think the fight could be competitive if Breeden's chin holds up. I'm willing to take chances on him for salary purposes at 6.9K. Finally, my matchup of the week. We're going to the mid-range. It's Trevor Peak. It's Mohamed Yaya. It's probably going to be just a a wild man swing fest until one of these guys goes unconscious minus 400 to end inside the distance trevor peak is a fan favorite people love him 
but it's not because he's a great fighter with, with all due respect it's because he's tough as hell and no matter how many times you punch him in the face no matter how many times you take him down he will get get back up and keep fighting and there's a lot of merit to that and his opponent yaya doesn't look that great either i've seen yaya taken down i've seen yaya dropped multiple times on the regional scene i definitely think Pete can win this fight by knockout he's minus 130 oh excuse me he's up to minus 155 to win inside the distance at 8.2k on this slate we need savings Peak has a ton of upside i think you need moderate exposure to him he'll be popular but he's not a guy you can ignore yaya is going to be the leverage side of the fight and the, the thing is like Peak is just not technical. He's not a technical striker. He's not a technical wrestler. Terrible defense. Maybe Yaya's not great, but he's fighting at home in Abu Dhabi, and he's a competent enough striker and wrestler to perhaps test this durability of Peak. We know Peak's defense is not good. Um, when Peak fought in his UFC debut against Chepe Mariscal, Mariscal beat him up and ended up on the optimal lineup, and we were on that play as well. I think targeting peak fights on DraftKings makes a lot of sense. I like the opponent in every peak fight moving forward. Um, this is just a low-level fight, aggressive guys who don't have great defense with a, a high inside the distance line. So the winner of this fight projects very, very well. I'm going to have a lot of exposure to it. I like the leverage side in Yaya, but completely understand if you want to roll with the, the more chalky side in peak. Great fight to target this week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Apley, double T, double P. Again, that's where we have all, the link to our 25% off deal for the rest of the year. Highly encourage you to check that out. Just completed a two-hour podcast uh, on the premium side as well, bringing down every single fight of the night. Got like 15, 20,000 words on the breakdowns as well. Encourage you to check out the content this week. There's so much money up for grabs on DraftKings, $200,000. Let's get it. Hope you guys have a lot of success this week. Best of luck, and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye, everybody.